Hey everybody, welcome to Maximum Libertarian. I'm Brian. And I'm Dean. Uh, get a little closer if you don't mind. My bad. <laughs> Sitting here enjoying myself after getting three new Jorgensen supporters today out at the registrar's office, dropping my personal sign out there so that people can see when it's early voting that there's more than two choices for President of the United States after this debacle, I mean debacle, train wreck, explosion, airplane crash, whatever you want to call it, of the debate last night. Yeah, um, you know, after we recorded for the YouTube channel, which you can find us at Maximum Libertarian on YouTube. Please go there, like and subscribe, and hit the notification bell. But uh, once we watched the, once after we watched the debate, and we did our little video rundown. Great video. And um, you know, I, I took time and I sat back and I thought about the debate. Not that I'm any more um, happy with how the debate was. I thought the debate was garbage. Absolutely. Um, no one got anything out of it. And what's frustrating to me about it also is you're still having, like, I, since I like to punish myself, I went on to, like, the different Facebook, Twitter, uh, different websites, and then they'll have, like, 70% people thought that Biden won, 30% thought that Trump was horrible, whatever. Did you, you see CNNs? It was, like, 31, 11, and 58 couldn't stand it, like seriously. It it was a horrible. It debate. was horrible. And you know the thing is, like we were talking about with Joe, um, he was stammering. He was hard. He he uh, said nothing new. Yeah, he, he said nothing new. He is the Democratic Party. He is the Democratic Party, and he doesn't agree with the new Green New Deal. Now I'm wondering if that's going to piss off. Sorry about my French. If that's going to met, upset that far left movement because. Quite frankly, I doubt it will because they're all got, he's just a puppet for AOC and Bernie. We all know that. So that's well, it's not even the Democratic Party anymore. It's the Democratic Socialist Party. I used to be a part of this party. I wouldn't know how bad it's changed. It's the reason I left. Um, of course, I didn't know about the Libertarian Party then. I probably was Libertarian all along. Um, I would say it probably was after what happened in school when I was uh, when I did some pretty uh, individual liberty type stuff where people should, should after Columbine, shouldn't. Um, be discriminated against and things like that. So I would say I was probably was a very much a libertarian back then, um, and still am. And but yeah, the the thing is, uh, Joe Biden is not a good candidate. And I think what you were seeing last night, just how much he was stammering over his words, the way that Trump did is the way that anybody on the far left movement will do there they will be in his head they will shake him up and when he did try to get angry and show force was like him talking about his son who passed away uh Bo. he was trying to make it that point where trump said supposedly called them losers and suckers and he was saying he was my he was a patriot and you know trump once again they knew each each of the talking uh, of the debate topics, and neither one of them seemed to come out there with anything substantial. Trump could have came out there and sank Biden. Forty-seven years did absolutely nothing. He has a record he could have shot at, 
And in turn, he didn't. He, he, he talked over him. He was very unpresidential. And I didn't find any... I did not like when Biden was telling Trump to shut up, calling him a clown. I, I don't think... You know, I, even when I was in the Navy, I never liked to salute an officer. Because one time they were saying, well, you don't salute the officer you're salute or the person you're saluting to suit the, the, or the position. I, I don't agree with it. I think whoever's in that position should be have my, get earn my respect, should earn my salute. But um, they didn't. And Trump last night, I think he showed poor. I, I don't know. Like I said, he could he could have did some knockout blows. I really do believe to Joe Biden, and he tried to make it seem like Chris Wallace and Biden were working as a team, which was not happening. It. It was really bad. So, oh, I agree. I mean, and then you have uh, the fact that you know Biden called, uh, told a bunch of troops to clap for him. You dumb bastards! So stupid bastards! So it, it's just it was a it's a big cluster, and it's it, it was very very unprofessional. And uh, George Washington, you know, she had her campaign uh, stop thing because of a sound thing that they got rid of. I guess they misplaced. Uh, in the city of Cleveland, the actual uh, permit that they were stopped and told they had to leave. So, it, you know, it's once again a step on the libertarian, step on the third parties because they don't want to hear us. Unfortunately, they're hearing us, I think, louder today than they ever heard us because Joe Jorgensen's site crashed after the debate and because of the amount of people looking her up. A lot of people, and I mean, even three people today that were Democrats. In Roanoke County, which is, first of all, it's very hard to come by in the first place, come up to me and wanted Joe Jorgensen signs because I just went in and voted for Joe Jorgensen. That, to me, is a good sign. We need to have more people so sick of the two parties that they vote for Joe Jorgensen. Joe Jorgensen puts a great message out there. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, we have things that are on either side that you could definitely pull from. So... That's what we offer to the other two parties that are, don't want to vote for their candidate. And then, of course, us libertarians, we understand because of our beliefs where, why we vote for who we vote for. Um, it's, just a, it's just a great thing. And then next, you know, we'll, we're rolling to next year. Already rolling, roll, ah, excuse me, tongue twister. Already rolling it hot next year with people running for a House of Delegates in the state. We have, we, you know, it's great to start big and on top of the presidential ticket, but we need to start a small and get into some other offices because if we get into those offices, we can make change, we get our name out there, our name becomes more of a household name, and then we can progressively move up to, say, a governor or, or a uh, lieutenant governor or attorney general because, quite frankly, it's needed that we have libertarians in office. It definitely is. Our voice needs to be the voice that they come to for that breaking vote and say, you know, you have to come to me. We don't pander to you. You pander to us. And we just will do vote by principle. Because if I get, I'm telling you, when I'm running for House of Delegates, if I get into the seat, you know, I'm not getting paid off by nobody. I'm going to be the person that sits there and goes with the part of principle. Anybody, I mean, anybody that's in the SEC can tell you, um, you know, what I do as as, as an officer of the, of the SEC is it's all about principle. I'm going to always vote principle um, to any kind of, even internally, it's going to be about principle. Right. Um, well, 
you know, like we were saying earlier today when you first arrived and last night too, I think we've gotten to a point where is there anything that's being done right now that should be a surprise? Nope. Right. So this is every time. Every, why every are we years. still doing our same thing over and over again? This is what we got in the Libertarian Party, and I know they've got it in the Republicans, but they have more people in Republicans and Democrats. Is you'll get someone says, "I want to run for office." So everyone will say, well, okay, well, that's the Libertarian. And then they uh, say he'll get voted in or she'll get voted in. Then they'll say they're not Libertarian enough. And uh, that it's, kind of, it's kind of frustrating to me. Did you know they're doing a, uh, an event actually today? Something that will definitely, uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be held online too, but uh, in Virginia, of course, Northern Virginia, um, they're doing a something called um, it's with Joe Jorgensen, Justin Amash, and Matt Kibble. What's going to play? Let's talk liberty. And uh, they're actually doing this up in Northern Virginia today. Where at? Um, located at uh, Lee Fendel House in Alexandria, Virginia. Okay, well that does nothing for me. So well, if they do it online, terrific. I'll if I have time, I'll watch or I'll watch the replay. Exactly. But let's be honest, I don't think, once again, look, I don't want to start bringing up getting angry again because I do take responsibility for faults and failures in this area. I have to. If you're in, you know, if I'm saying that I'm a libertarian, then well, what am I doing to make sure that we have the candidate out there? Um, so, you know, it's just, I don't know. It, this is just one of them days. Where when you watch the debates, it's, no one's saying anything good about it. They're trying to make it seem like their side won, and nobody won. The American people haven't won in years. When when we finally have a libertarian where they need to be, that's when we'll win. You know, even even if we have a libertarian, I don't know if we're going to win because it depends on who the libertarian is. I'm just saying as a whole, when I'm, when yeah. we get somebody in office, don't wait. Don't wait. This country's going. Look, I, I don't know anyone who's going to say that. That they can come along and uh, unite this country. This country's so broken and divided that um, it's sad. It makes me really sad. It makes me, you know, I used and I still don't. I really don't have much issue with people burning the flag or doing some heinous thing to the the United States of America's flag. No, I don't really look. That's it, it, they've said it's a freedom of speech thing. By burning a flag, does it really matter? Is it going to destroy the country? No, it's not. The problem that we've gotten to, though, is we've really worked so hard, and we've by allowing that stuff to happen, we have now snapped so far to the left where everyone hates the country. And um, that kind of bothers me now. So in turn, I get it. I, I'm not going to... Like, I don't have issues when people kneeling. Now, the problem that I'm having with people kneeling is they don't know what the hell they're kneeling for. Yep. They're doing it symbolically. And then you'll say, well, what are you kneeling for? It's like asking someone about Trump. Hey, what, what do you think of President Trump? Well, he's a racist, homophobe, and sexist. Okay, well, that's fine. What exactly... Name three points to each one where he's a homophobe, racist, and sexist. You know... Um, 
you can't, and then they'll be sitting there like, uh, I don't know. So a lot of times the people are just parroting what they see on CNN, MSNBC, or Fox, or whichever local station they like to re- uh, watch. Exactly. I just, it's just, you know, that's the problem too. The media is so biased to one side or the other. Yes, you may hear Kennedy from time to time on Fox or Judge Napolitano, you know, both known libertarians. Um, yeah, you, you hear them from time to time. You know, Kennedy's a bold person. She went up and said, let her speak on Fox, on, on the show that she's involved with. I mean, it took her show away, but she's involved with the five or something, usually. And uh, so, you know, I, uh, I watch sometimes both of me is just to get a laugh and get, you know, stuff that we could use against these... Uh, morons to say the least to be nice about it um because quite frankly we are just this country is not in a good spot right now i american flag thing kind of maybe because i mean you're military so that's that's you know kind of freedom of speech thing i don't know how far that goes with freedom of speech um burning a flag is kind of you know i feel i feel i make this statement you you, you stomp on my flag i'll stomp on your ass um not physically because i don't believe in in you know, doing force, but you so why should, would you say that then? It's just a saying. It's a saying, right? You know. So why are you saying it? Why am I saying it? Because quite frankly, the American the United States of America was built on on the principle. You know, it's all about principles. The flag is a principle. We live under the United States of America. Yeah. And that's our that's our symbol of our country. Yeah. So I personally, and that's maybe just my personal feeling. I understand what the flag represents. Believe. I mean, you shouldn't you, be able to stomp on my why flag. Why would you say stomp, stomp on my flag, stomp on your ass? But then you're not really going to do that. Why would you even say it? Because I don't believe. That's where it comes back to principles. I like the saying, but principally, being libertarian, we're not aggressive people. So um, the point is, well, I love the American you know, flag. I think what we really do. Let me let's back and up. You unify people. Let me just stop you there. You know, I get the whole idea of the NAP, the non-aggression principle. Um, but at the same time, just because I might sign and agree with the NAP, if you do something to me that requires me to give you force back... You're not, you're not breaking it then, because quite frankly, so somebody's hurting you first. I, I don't, that's why I don't holler nap so often. I, I never holler you, nap. You come to my be- property and burn a flag in my property, I will beat your ass. That's my property. Well, you're coming on my starting, coming on my property starting a fire. So yes, we would have issues with it. But what I'm just saying is, I think it's almost like when people always like to do this, like, you know, if you're a Christian, you, you're supposed to turn the other cheek. No, no, you're not. You spit on my spit on me. You you, you you go against everything. If me's allowing you to do what you want, but once you start crossing over into my space, my bubble. space, my bubble, then we we're going to have an issue. And if it means me going against the nap, then it means me going against the nap. And um, that's why I'm just saying. So that, why so why would you? Be offended by me saying, saying well, stop my flag, I stop your ass. Yeah, of course, but, frankly, but best no, on oh, I'm property. not offended by you saying it. You could say it and do it. But you said your statement was, this is about how I live. And then you said, but I won't, I won't stomp your ass. I, unless you're on my property or, or But, you're, but you, had, you did not say anything about well, property. Now I did. So, <laughs> so now, now you want to say that, now you can say it. But 
I'm just saying that I would never say that. It's disgusting when people burn our flag. Uh, It's just a symbol. It don't mean nothing to me. I know who I am, and you know who you are. And by burning the flag, it's it's too good, it's too great that no matter if it gets burned, desecrated, or how what whatever, it's still going to be there. And I know a lot of people in America, or not in America, but in the Libertarian Party, might be uh, cringing with me, my belief that I enjoy being in the country. I don't care that that's fine. You and me, you and see, me both. It seems like the classical liberal wing are the ones that are most outspoken about this. I, I, it, I don't it know. Look, I, I'm. I, I I don't mind what you say. I don't mind what you do. You can do whatever you want. But don't try to push your stuff on me. I'm not pushing my stuff exactly. on you. So that's how it's going to be. And I know, I know because I've really had a lot of things. You know, I've been thinking about a lot of stuff. But um, So if you had a, if my question to you would be, if you had access to a Trump and a Biden flag right now, would you burn it? No. What am I going to do with it? Well, I don't have no issue. Because if I burn it, now where am I going to burn it? I'm going to have to buy Gas or something. What am uh, I? What, what right. am I Regulations. This gonna, is my point. What am I even going to? What am I going to? What am I getting? I'm paying for them to just burn them. I didn't say you paid for them. They might have landed on your property somehow. No, no, I would just tuck them away. Especially in this city. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, for but you know what? For what it's worth, this this election season, I am beginning to see more political signs out than I saw in 2016. 2016 was very rough. And I didn't see many Trump signs. I didn't see many Hillary signs. And then, of course, Gary Johnson. I didn't see many yard signs anywhere. But this year, I am seeing a little bit more. And um, what's interesting is you, my era I'm at, where I'm at, you know, you'll see a lot of Trump signs out in my act of woods in Bedford County because it's, it's, you know, I've seen more Jorgensen signs than I've libertarian based signs. I've seen seven different signs, seven different areas. That I didn't hand out. So I got people, there's people that are voting for Jorgensen that are supporting Jorgensen in in Beaufort County. Now, that's that's good. I'd love to see 50, 100, 200 signs out. Point blank, what I'm trying to say is if you go down this one road going over Hardy into Beaufort, uh, into Franklin County, you go down the road a little bit on Hardy Road, you see Biden signs going down the road. So it's, it's odd how these rural, some of these rural counties believe. You know, you would think that most of these rural counties are who are historically Republican would have a lot more Republican stuff out, and they don't. Um, of course, you know, there's in Fifth District, there's a mess with Bob Good, and nobody likes them. And people, and the ones that drunk the Kool Aid are the ones that are putting the signs up, because um, there is a good part of that that district and people that I just even have discussed it with that are not voting for Good and are writing in Riggleman. So they're trying to pull in Nick Freitas. So we'll see what happens. But is R- Riggleman trying? Is he out there trying to push his name? He said he wouldn't mind if people wrote him in. Let's put it that way. Quite frankly, let's talk about that. What happens? You know, if he if he came to the Libertarian Party right now and signed up for the Libertarian Party and signed the NAP, would you support him? I don't know. I mean, look, he's done okay, I guess. I, I haven't really studied his record, so I don't want to say that he's a great libertarian. I've heard different things about him, so we, it's, I would play it by ear. Um, but at the same time, I'm looking for people who are... Are pure libertarians. I know who, who, who aren't just jumping on because of... If, look, if Denver Riggleman wants to become a libertarian, I'd welcome him aboard. 
we we need the people and I also I know he's got money we need his money um, that's the thing that's going on right now we've got the COVID-19 going on and our candidates can't go out we can't go out and Shake do the hands. typical yep. knocking on the doors going to uh, places like uh, fall festivals and stuff like that which right. Well, first they're on, first they're off, then they magically come back on last minute, and then you can't do nothing about what, it. Which one came back on? Vinton. You can't get in there? Uh, Sign-ups were, like, a couple weeks ago, and I didn't even know about it until... <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. But, I mean, we had a table, right? Wasn't yeah. Weren't we already signed up for a table, so why didn't they contact I don't know. COVID-19? I guess we weren't... No, 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 I'm saying that... Take, we were signed if we were signed up for a table like at Apple Festival in Boone's Mill, we they the, canceled it, but we the executive director and we paid that. for it, and then we're like, okay, so I said we on for next year, and they're like, yeah, if you've paid for this year, we'll move you over to next year, and that's what I think will happen if we if I don't believe we did pay again this year actually to be truthful, I'm not sure we paid for it um, or got the acceptance on that, uh, but like I said, it's not even gonna at this point. There's not many things. If I would have known about it longer, it's been a it's been a long debate. You had to get through the political BS of of government to make to allow it to happen, and now all of a sudden, you know, you know they have you can use as many streets as you like in the town of Vinton. So you can basically they're allowing them to shut down the entire town downtown area if they want to. Of course, socially distanced and so masked um, for the people that are are vendors, but. Um, you know, I might swing through there and have some literature and, you know, do what I can do on my part. Like I said, I cannot, the executive director is behind that, uh, you know, president of the chamber, you know, I can't be biased, my brother, uh, and he had so many mixed signals, it wasn't even funny. And, you know, that's why you have to have a good government. And unfortunately, government is right now trying their best but also not doing things that they should be doing. Notifications should go out. You know, so many things were canceled. The one thing that they weren't canceling was those mingles in the market because they were able to actually separate and dot six six foot apart and you had to stay with your pod, basically. And people were having a good time. So they were actually making money during the pandemic where other places weren't doing. And there has been zero, and I mean zero, has been tracked. Cases of COVID come from these things it's outdoors it's six foot distance and there was no spread between you know anybody there so they obviously they did something right we'll see you know local government just is you know you gotta you gotta do what you can well once again like we were talking earlier i, I do believe this whole covid stuff i get it i understand it's dangerous flu's dangerous pneumonia is dangerous a lot of things dangerous they're not a we're truly not adapting to like we're seeing the numbers and they're not adapting and so we want to be handcuffed to their so, house well no citizens aren't adapting because the government's not adapting if you really wanted to have citizens like hey we need you to wear a mask that would be fine the problem is we have a president that decides he ain't gonna wear one and hold rallies and he's supposed to be... I have no care about... I okay, but here's the thing. A lot of people that. look at the president as a leader. Yeah. Okay. I I, I think that... And that also... If you, if you, we need to have it... Work. What I'm saying is... 
the government sees that the numbers, like they'll say, well, we've got X amount of numbers. And Grant, I, I, listen to me like you, I'm not a doctor, but um, you see a number that shows that people have got cases of COVID. Then you look at the cases that have actually passed away, yep. have died. And then you look at the cases of people who have survived. So when you're looking at like the different age brackets, it's still in a single digit percentage. It's not even single digits, it's parts of single Let's digits. Let's not pretend that this is going to, you're going to get it and then die. And die. Trump said it right last night, but of course because he was all over the place, it gets <laughs> lost in, in the shuffle. translation. Yeah. But we've got all right, we're going to lock the country down for the covid. Cool. Let's lock it down. But now we're going to have alcoholism go up. We're going to have domestic violence go up. We're going to have suicide, suicide, uh, drug use, just to name a few. You're going to lose more people from that than you are from the virus. Now we're correct. Now, okay, so which one's more important? The people that die from COVID or the people that kill themselves and beat on their wives? You know, right now there's the number of kids going into the ER because, see, Kids going to school, a lot of times the teachers would see the bruises and stuff. And report and it. They would report it, and then they would get, you know, the abuse would hopefully stop. Well, because we school's canceled, the parents beating the kids half to death, and they're taking them into the ER dead almost, you know, thinking they've killed their kid from beating them so much. So in turn, which one do we do? So really... Do, if, if President Trump came here or Joe Jorgson came here and said, I'm going to have a rally at Roanoke Civic Center, you can wear a mask, you don't. You can be shoulder to shoulder, whatever. If I decide to go down there, I should be allowed to decide to go down there. If you're for afraid, then don't go. Here's a good one. This came out from the, the debate commission today. The commission of presidential debate televised debates for the Benefit of the American electorate. Last night's debate made clear that additional structure needs to be added for the remaining debates to re- remain orderly in discussion of issues. The CPD will be carefully considering changes that will adopt and announce those measures shortly. The commission is grateful for Chris Wallace, who's probably drunk right now, for the professionalism and skill that he brought to last night's debate and intends to ensure additional tools are put in place to maintain order. What that really should say is, Let's let another person debate, and let's make it a little bit cleaner. But that's, you know, run by Democrats and Republicans, so what do you expect? You're not going to get anything out of it. I was just trying to look up the stats. Well, um, that's good to hear that the worthless uh, presidential, debate. presidential Debate Commission have uh, decided to do that so we can learn absolutely nothing. All we're going to learn is to hear more. All we're going to do is hear more garbage, you know. We're going to get to hear even cleaner garbage than what we heard last night when they were right. talking over each other. We'll get to hear them singletarily talk garbage. And uh, what, what are they going to do? Mute the mic? That's the only thing that's going to happen. Why can't they mute the mic? I mean, let me be honest. I believe that they have a mic mute uh, option at that at that uh, where they're sitting, or somebody does. If, I was, if I'm betting, they probably have to agree to have a mute a mic mute so they can't be cut off. Well, quite frankly, they. You know what would have been really nice? Somebody went in there from the Libertarian Party that was, he was the person operating the mute mics and uh, turned both of them off and put up the Joe Jorgensen thing last night <laughs> for American people well, to watch. Well, that would be nice. And here's the other thing. What can we do? 
nationally, I think nationally what we can do as a party is we should take money and before and after those debates, since they don't have commercials, we need to have the message prior and the message after and buy those slots so people can hear Joe Jorgensen's name prior to the debate and after the debate. Then you're actually getting a little penetration probably. It's, that would have really worked good last night after the garbage that people had to deal with. What I would do right now is buy, I would use whatever money she has and I would buy nationwide ads to during during the prime time hours during six o'clock news yep. throughout all fifty states and I would put up the debate commission's telephone number and I would say, This is Joe Jorgensen. She's on all fifty ballots. Why isn't she on the debate stage? You saw what happened the last time. Let's have a person uh, and a, a real uh, opportunity with real changes, real solutions, and um, let her debate. Maybe even if you put in the whole silent, don't silence women thing. But look, I had posted a, just a picture of Joe Jorgensen on, I think it's one of the news media's Oh, Facebook I, I would page. go crazy on news media like And um, they, some lady wrote, I'm a female and I would never vote for a woman to be president. So, look, I don't think you're going to be able to uh, just say, hey, this is a woman, nor should it ever be. I think it's kind of stupid when you pander and like, all right, we got to have a black guy and we got to have a Hispanic guy and we got to have a white guy and uh, Indian woman or whatever. Um, and when I say Indian, I mean that of from the country of India, just like uh, Kamala is. She's a Kamala, and she's from uh, her what's her mom Indian from India, and then her mom her dad's from Jamaica, right? So, Something of that matter. Yeah. So it's just. But here, be it here or there. I think we saw a joke last night at the debates and. I really hope to see this uh, changed, and I, I don't know. It, it's so frustrating because I, it, you know, I've been in this party for ten years, and I know there hasn't been one debate, there has not, excuse me, there has not been one election where I've looked at it and said, you know, there's absolutely no way we can uh, get that ten percent. Even when we have someone like a Bob Barr, that now granted he was right before me. But when Bob Barr came to Roanoke, he ran, you know, he was the presidential candidate. We've never had a presidential candidate come to Roanoke besides him. That I, or Bernard came in 2004, to my knowledge. I don't know about Harry Brown or anybody else. I know so, that we got, got Gary Johnson, luckily, to come to uh, Lynchburg. Lynchburg. And that was good. And that was a really good... That, that was I, a good time. Look, I think that was a, ma- a major... Um, that's what needs to have happened, and, and quite frankly, I'm disappointed in the national state campaign for not allowing or convincing them to come to Southwest Virginia. What what they what they don't understand about coming to the Lynchburg area, the Roanoke area, Martinsville, Danville area, South uh, Blacksburg area, is we may not be population centers, but we're the most likely people down here to vote Libertarian over to the Northern Virginia areas. So you're throwing out so many people that actually support you and not be able to see you in our area. And, you know, I personally made that very clear you know, to the state party, you know, or the SEC meeting. I am upset. I'm not upset, like, peed off. I'm really upset, but I'm upset, and I'm dis- more of a disappointment to me because they could have sent Spike or Joe here, 
to, especially when they're going over there to Virginia Beach. They went to Northern Virginia, you know, North, oh, you know, the D.C. area. I mean, they went pretty much any place that somebody could get there within an hour. And here is the only place that that did not happen. Right. Um... So the COVID stats for the country is 2% death rate. And majority of that's under, is over 60 years old. So that gives you an idea. That's just the United States as it's right now. Count. And say, you know, Trump was absolutely right when he's sitting there. T- and, you know, they're saying, well, we're, we're what is it, 4% of the world's population, but 20% of the leaders with getting COVID and all that stuff. We don't know what the other countries are doing when it comes to testing. Are they fibbing their numbers? Just like we're fibbing our numbers. We know China's definitely fibbing their numbers. You don't know. And I have a big issue about going, all right, well, we're going to be on lockdown, but no one else is going to be on lockdown. You know, look, bottom line, if if it was me, everything would be open. And you know what? If companies or restaurants or barbershops or whatever wants to sit there and say, well, you got to wear a mask, then so be it. They put it up on their door. It's not a governor mandate. It's not government mandated. You just allow people to go in there. If I want to go into a, a, a grocery store that doesn't want, that says, hey, you can wear it or you don't, I'll bet you money that a business that would say, just come in, you can sit near each other, they'll be fine. Republican Party of Virginia put this out. What wasn't mentioned in the debate? Peace in the Middle East, three Nobel Peace Prize nominations. What else? My comment, Joe Jorgensen. Let her speak. Well, that's good. You know, you have to you have to mess with them a little um, bit. Just to get you know, them you know, attention. Well, this the problem is, why didn't Trump say it? When he talked about... Trump just... The Republicans are just like the Democrats. They don't want Joe Jorgensen on stage. No. Man, they would have looked like... They already looked like two ass clowns last night. If Joe was on the stage, they really looked like ass clowns. True. Hopefully she would have be able to get in there and uh, mix it up with them. Oh, it would be so fun to watch a mix-up with them. Because her her knowledge and her, you know, just her, her way of coming across with things would make them look like, like I said in the thing last night, too old... Nursing home men arguing over a thing of applesauce. Right. Because that's really what it sounded like. It was like, it was like Charlie Brown. Wah, wah, wah. If that's what you, that's what I got out last night. Yeah, you know, like I said, it was like I had a buddy come over because we were going, I mean, I got so hyped. I was hyping myself up at work yesterday. And, Over um, a presidential debate between yeah, two Yeah, I was like, oh boy, this will be fun. <laughs> we're going to have a good my, time. My mom, it's funny, my mom hates watching stuff. My dad's like, man, turn this off. My dad likes politics. My mom's like, no, this is fun. Keep it on. <laughs> I don't know. My, my, my dad called it funny this morning. And I said, how's it funny? It wasn't, it, it was hard. Well, my mom don't vote, so she just sits there. She doesn't want to vote. And she just sits there and and laughs at the two buffoons and what they're saying. I mean, I can understand why we're laughing. Well, they were talking like, over each other. Yeah, and they look like a bunch of clowns. And I mean, oh my God! Some people got on Snapchat and were doing stuff with people with uh, Biden's face, making him look like a baby or an alien. Doing the same thing with Trump. There's some. Uh, they have the anime. They had them both in anime. That was even better. I, I seen some really good things this morning with what people are messing with these uh, with these people. I mean, 
Right. At the end of the day, whether we like Trump or we don't like Trump, he's the president of the United States. There has to be more respect for a president. Well, but we, we've, we've gone so far. And I, and I would imagine that it... I'm probably wrong, but for me, as 45-year-old Brian, um, I, I just remember how uh, Bill Clinton got no respect. Or he, he, look, they were allowing him to get away with smacking women around, raping women. The media covered for him. But once the internet really took over and came to fruition, uh, yes, you can't hide from your, 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 and you better come out. So in turn, he got no respect. People start, that's when I really started seeing the presidency not get treated because now the news media then 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 god knows then you start seeing w uh, w come around and he's you know you've had 9-11 then he goes into this iraq war and, and then we got the president of the united states now who's been in wwe i mean yeah, let's just think about the weird things that yeah, you have well then you know, obama was getting trashed and it was like i have no issue about you trashing any president uh if it's obama bush clinton Okay, Trump, but please know what you're trashing. You know what? This is you know they here in the state of Virginia. Which if someone wants to sell me, tell me how have not having a vote, having a actual picture ID shouldn't be. That's not holding people back nope. from from. I'm sorry, you cannot sell me on that. I, I do believe if you if you're a citizen of the country, you you should, I don't think you should have to vote. But I think there should be some, like, we're just seeing so much of this fraudulent stuff that I want as much security so we can have, because look, I don't care who wins in no, on November 3rd or November 10th when they announce the winner. Might be whatever, December, or, maybe Nancy Pelosi is president. Correct. Um, well, when, or when the Supreme Court decides who's the president. The thing is, they're going to be, that they already are planning to make whoever delegitimate. All right, if it's left wing or if it's right wing. Is it right for, my question would be to you also on this one, since we're going back and forth on our good ideas. Yeah. Um, do you think the Supreme Court, court justice should be filled prior to the presidency? I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it needs to be done, and I hate to say why. I mean, it's not that I support the idea of it'll turn everything more conservative. It's the fact that if it goes to the point where we have to have the Supreme Court involved with the presidential election, you have to have nine people because it's the offset. I mean, well, that's also dependent on if all nine, if if they split the, you know, four and four. Yeah. For all you know, it might be eight and O or O and eight, whichever route it might be. But no, if it's about filling the, the Supreme Court, no, I don't think it's it's by the Constitution the president nominates if. You know the Senate puts them up, and it ain't going to be blocked. I'm it's sorry, it's in the Republic, the Republicans owned it. Had had the Democrats been the, in charge of the Senate when Obama was putting up Garland on his last year, they would have said, you know what, let it through. Biden said to push it through. Nancy Pelosi said to push it through. Chuck Schumer said to push it through. Now it's flip flopped, and it's not them in charge. They're saying it different. And well, I, if you look on precedent, um, more, there's been like 19 of 20-some uh, judges put in the spot, into the spot. So it's not that big of a deal. And let's be honest with you. As, as, there was one guy, and it was right before Neil Gorsh 
got put onto the Supreme Court. Um, they were saying that he he said that there's only so many cases will actually make it to the Supreme Court. So don't really worry about the Supreme Court. What you want to do is worry about um, the judicial stuff down below. Yep. And I'm really honest to God, when a judge is put into place, the only thing I want them to do is, is it against the law or is it not against the law? It shouldn't but be political. Now, now that's all it is. It's very political and they're wanting to lead it that way. And that's something that I have more of an issue with. Than oh, yeah. And I mean, something that there was a uh, uh, federal judge just put in Roanoke area, Western Virginia area, two weeks ago. I was just flipping through the channels and I saw court uh, appoint, uh, uh, president appointing uh, court for Western West Virginia. I said, stop. I want to see what that was about. And of course, overwhelmingly got the votes to. To uh, be a federal judge in this area, so I mean that's fine. When it, when it comes to the local stuff, you kind of want to stop and things like even if you go by C-SPAN, which can be boring. Some people like it. I like watching sometimes the debates just for fun uh, between the two parties on different issues, just to see. It's it sometimes it's helpful as a uh, as an officer, executive officer, and even an SEC to watch how you see the Robert Rules of Order be put in place into the into the federal government because it helps can help you think about how you do your job when you're having to chair an event or something. You know, Robert's rule of order is, is important. It's not the most important thing, obviously. We, we've we seen the debacle that was um, our uh, national convention this year, which could have been, it did the best it could, but, you know. You know, locally, you know, we have Cesar Alberto. We need to work on keeping him... Uh, you know, keeping him his head up, getting him in office here in Roanoke, and uh, you know, people need to just look, open their eyes, and clear their mind and think before they vote, and not just follow the sheep of the Democrat and Republican parties. Right. Um, That's what it is. It's follow the sheep. Correct. But and don't I... forget, I mean, you got the write-in of Brian Heiner for mayor in the Roanoke, city of Roanoke. Yeah, I mean, one of the hosts, we're talking to the host. Um, one of our people decided to write Ryan Heiner in for president. A couple other people said they were going to do it. So uh, let's just get that going. Uh, a couple of years, we got to see Brian actually run for office. He's He's been so behind the scenes with so many people, helping so many people. Myself, Caesar, I could list a number of people. Uh, it's over, what, probably 15 different campaigns, maybe more than you that you've really been very important part of. I know mine's over 10 campaigns, and you've been a little longer than I have. Um, but I don't know the exact number, but it's it's time to get Brian's voice heard in Roanoke. Uh, he has a lot of great ideas, and and I think we need to pull him to the forefront, um, too. I think I think now with Caesar running for this, the, uh, how, the uh, yeah. city council, that should open up some more people that are, are, are libertarians in Roanoke to run for city council. Right. Um, I would like to see, you know, hopefully, and I, I do feel within the next five to ten years we are going to see a libertarian nominate or actually win an election in um, the state of Virginia. And I think we might see it next year. I think it's going to be in Congress also. You might see the House of Delegates next year. You might see someone, and this year may help next year if we if we don't squander it. 
It can. I mean, think about how many people you do have. Me and Derek. Uh, Derek Baffley actually runs. I mean, think about the, what the, the problem is that right kind of now. What we need have. to do is if you don't if you don't have anybody else, you, you need to have like we can have every off run for every house and need delegates, but you need to help. If you don't have the help, if you don't have the financial help, you're not going to succeed. I'm not saying you can't succeed. It's going to be so uphill battle. It's going to be a steep climb. Um, good luck, and that's why I've always been more of a favorite of um like if we know someone who's not running unopposed you run against them um i would rather run um two i would only, i would rather just run a few in different areas and not just have everybody because oh great now we've got one person in every district now who's going to work the precincts well i agree with that too and but you that's know? but right now the spread we have for for House delegates you have one in mecklenburg area with joe pascal you would have the south side cover with uh, uh, Derek, if he runs, then you have Caesar and myself. We're pretty close together, but it's kind of good to have two close together, in my opinion, because we could, and really th- three of us are really close together, where we could swing into each other's areas to help each other out. That's the benefit. And then you have a guy down in uh, Virginia Beach named Travis Knight uh, who's running. And uh, I'm forget if I missed somebody, but. You know, if we get some people from Northern Virginia, a few just spread out, and maybe another one down in Tidewater. You know, maybe we could try to get Will Hammer to run uh, in Stanton area in Central Virginia. Get somebody in Central Virginia. I think that'd be good. It'd be a good plethora around the state where we could have just enough hands in the pot, and especially if they want to be in two man races or two right. man and woman races, it just would be good. I mean, if nobody, it's statistically nobody really runs for House of Delegates in the 19th. It's been a long time since that happened. Well, I think you, I mean, I always think people should be challenged and they should have to answer. That's why I don't really have no issue if someone wants to run against and I think I already know that he knows, uh, he knows because he's my friend on Facebook, actually, because he actually does, we just, we do discuss some libertarian things. I do with Terry Austin, try to get him to think about putting some bills to place. He never really has, though. But, he knows. He knows I'm coming. He knows I'm. He's already raised three thousand dollars. He knows. He knows there's going to be competition, and whether you know, that's, you know, make them feel the heat. Right. Make them feel the heat because I don't take. We're not people like me. I'm not taking no special interest. I don't do anything for anybody. You know, that's no co- company's going to buy me off. And that's if I get no if I get into Richmond, no no politicians or anybody. I don't care how much money you put in front of my face. It's going to be principle over anything. It's a, all will be principle. It's what it has to come down to. This this state needs to change. This area, government in this whole country needs to change as a whole. We need to get out of the two party system and open up. Right, like they do up in uh, England. I know they don't have quite frankly a libertarian up there, but they have green person. They have multiple people in uh, the uh, English. You know. Uh, England, Scotland, or Ireland, whatever it is up there, that mm-hmm. area, they have multiple parties and multiple voices, and I think their government runs a little bit better and they're a little bit cleaner on their government because of it. Right. So, we can only hope, but, you know, it's a good sign that more people went and viewed Joe Jorgensen's website. A huge sign. That's a great sign. People approach now, you today step locally. Two is to have dumb actual people get the yard signs, get bumper stickers, Donate their time, donate their money, get active within the party. That's really what we need. We need to grow this party. And you said that a Republican came up to you and said, 
I wish you guys could work with uh, or the Republicans more. Correct? Yes. All right. So this is, should have been your response was, well, why not make it? We've done that in the past. Why not have you guys work with us? And then we'll actually show you what it is to be constitutional conservatives. Because God knows those that run around stating that they're constitutional conservative, show me how and show me when that they're a constitutional conservative. You know, they're not. They've lost their constitutional conservativity. You know, they're, they're debts out through the yin-yang. We've got, you know, Trump's done a couple of things. He's still got wars going on. He's pulling but people out, though. He's trying to pull some folks out. So in turn, he has done pretty good. And he's really pushing the idea of let's do $745 uh, <laughs> in taxes a year. Hey, and that's, that's uh, fine. That would be great with me, too. That's a libertarian, hey, man. man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, as I've told me and my one friend were talking last night, and I said, well, one, he sent me a message. And, it, like, because of the way that business taxes are, he's actually paid more into taxes, from my understanding. You can't trust anything from the New York Times uh, because they've been notoriously, ever since this cat's got into office, everything he's done is wrong. Everything that he's done. Look, he's been nominated for three Nobel Peace Prizes. Yep, right. Nobel Peace okay. Prize. Okay. Now, there's some guy in Britain nominated Joe Biden for Nobel Peace Prize. How the fuck are we giving him? Uh, right. Uh, how are you going to give him anything? A uh, Nobel Peace Prize. He's been doing nothing. He did nothing. Exactly. You know, it's disgusting. Did so he start want, any wars during his four years? Him and Obama? No, I'm talking about. Trump, did he literally, did he start any wars? No, he didn't start any wars. So, I mean, that's some, a step in the right direction. There were some drone strikes, and there was a couple little things that were... But very minor compared to other presidents. Compared to what Obama and the rest of the gang has done, he's been a stellar... Uh, that's one part of, thing. maybe he's kind of... No, 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 let's not pretend. I know, I just had you, to, you just have a pipe dream there. Yeah, you can pretend this guy's, <laughs> no, he's not no, as far that. from... Libertarian, yeah, but, it's, but uh, it was definitely better than the last couple when it comes yeah, to. Yeah, so but you know, you know, all right. So we're at the fifty-minute mark. I just Time flies say, when you're having fun. Yeah, I know. Uh, next week we'll be we're going to be doing this again. The podcast is going to be up on a weekly basis. We're not going to be talking about the damn debates. I, I think maybe next week is the uh, vice presidential debate. Yeah, but, and actually, that might actually be two people. It might be boring, but there'll be two people. Look, that actually know what they're talking about. The, the, the only thing that I'll say about that is we might discuss it on YouTube. On, or, or, yeah, but not that. I'm not going to take another 50 minutes to discuss garbage again because I can already tell you right now that Mike Pence and Kamala will, Kamala. Kamala will not do very well. It's going to be horrible. It's going to be disgusting. And I'll be sitting here upset again. You'll be wishing is, that Spike Cohen was talking. Absolutely. We're Spike Cohen. You know, and, you know, as, you know, I speak for no one, for, for, for me, I know for the next four years, I am prepping myself and we're going to get this stuff ready. And uh, next, in 2024, we're really going to have a fight. And the Republicans, the Democrats, and anybody else that come along that get onto the ballot in Virginia is going to have to face the Libertarian Party here in the sixth district, and um, that that's about. Oh, absolutely, and it's and, going to and, happen and in the fifth. Just in, I already just in Roanoke because you know I'm part of the Roanoke Valley Libertarians. 
I don't speak for them. Everything I say is on me. Same with me. And I don't speak for the Libertarian Party of Virginia or anything like that. Uh, this podcast is my podcast. It's and those that speak on it, it's our views, not no one else. Correct. Uh, even though I'm a state, I might start talk a little bit into the state ideas. I, I'm not representing the state party when I am talking about that. I'm just so. seeing it as my own personal beliefs. And same thing there. You know, I'm a, I'm the vice chair to Brian and the Roanoke Valley Libertarians, and my views are not them also. Uh, but talking about the Roanoke Valley Libertarians, we do want to wish uh, Angel Paisley. A well wishes um, here on the end of this. Uh, she is a she is a one of the charter members of the and the founding members of the Roanoke Valley Libertarians um, that had a medical emergency in the hospital. Good news is she beat something that is very difficult to beat, which is a brain aneurysm. Most people do not make it. She did. She's actually was talking to people. She was able to stand up. I believe I read yesterday. Um, she's smiling. Um, hopefully she gets out of the hospital soon. So uh, definitely wish her the well being and, and Charles also because. They've almost been married 60 years, and Charles is, is he wants to be next to his wife's side. So, Yep, so absolutely keep the uh, angel in your thoughts and prayers. Um, as for us, please start watching, uh, go to our YouTube channel at, uh, um, at Maximum Libertarian, and make sure you hit the notification bell, hit the subscribe button, because that's going to really help us out. Absolutely. So we can uh, start making some little, you know, even five, ten, twenty dollars on it. Hey, it'd be another, another thing is if you're on that YouTube channel, not on that YouTube channel, but if you're on uh, looking for something else, uh, command. This happened this past uh, week that actually has what to do with some of the people that we talk about here on Maximum Libertarian. The Commander's Table by Ken Armstrong uh, had myself and Caesar Alberto on it last week, and uh, you know. He, uh, that's someone I think we should and, and probably would easily get a guest on here uh, again to talk would be Ken Armstrong. He's really a, he's really an upstanding guy and ran for president on our political ticket. So Ken was my choice. Him and Daniel yeah. Burma. Uh, Ken was my Ken was my Ken was my choice, and I helped him out the best I could, and and we did what we could do. And it was up to the right. delegates, and unfortunately. Did it happen the way we wanted to? But you know what? Like he said, he's coming back to Virginia. He ain't leaving Virginia alone. He wants to come back in some capacity. And well, even if he doesn't a, run in 2024, he'll be back here to see us. But you know what? The, the, what, I, what I think what happens a lot of times is people run and then they disappear. I'm glad to see that uh, Ken has stuck around. I'm glad to see Daniel Berman because I think he, that guy is running for uh, Senate. or not. Sorry, not Senate, but he's running for governor. And... Um, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, it's nice seeing people stick around when they actually are sticking around. Right. All right. So uh, we're at the 55-minute mark pretty much. So do you have anything else? Nope. All right. Sounds good. And um, I don't have anything else. So until next time, I'm Brian. And I'm Dean. And we will see you later. Thanks for listening to Maximum Libertarian. You can listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all the other places you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at We Are Max Live. That's We Are Max Live. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at Maximum Libertarian. Remember, kids, get active. Join your local affiliate. Spread the word. Vote Joel Jorgensen, Joe20.com. Caesar Alberto at www.citizensforcesaralberto.com. Stephen Porter at www.porterforherndon.com. Want to know more about the state? LPVirginia.com. And until next time, stay free.